0: Good evening, good afternoon, good morning. It's Friday night, Fletch! Way! Fresh
1: frights on a Friday night. The Friday. one night of the week where we pull our heads out of our retro asses and actually talk about something new. So watch some real films, <laughs>
0: like real boys. I am Malachi J. Matthews and I am joined, as always, by... Hollywood! 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 Hollywood, Fletch! Hey. So what are we doing today, Fletch? We've got two tasty chunks of... Uh, <laughs> horror action double double <laughs> okay well to start you off we did uh, Book of Monsters yes Book of Monsters well personally I enjoyed it it reminded me very much of the likes of uh, House you spookies you spookies you, you ghoulies your VHS sort of um, I like a horror film that basically takes takes place where the parents go out and it's and it's oh, that over that
1: night. Do you know I mean, what I mean? Home alone. Like
0: fright like home alone, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so Okay, so Book of Monsters is about a group of teenagers celebrating an eighteenth birthday party when a mysterious guest appears and summons summons a gauntlet of monsters that lays siege to the house. Excellent stuff. Mm-hmm. Your classic it's your classic seventeenth birthday party monsters turn up set free by fiery redhead. <laughs>
0: That's what you want. Yeah, uh,
1: you've got to, the lead role is played by one Lindsay Crane, which mm-hmm. is her first feature length lead role. And it's also got Michaela Longdon as uh, Mona,
0: the uh, promiscuous one from the group. Oh yeah, because you've got your, and you've got. Your, that's what I like about the friends group in it. You've got you've, you've got your your best friend, your love interest,
1: your goth. You could you could yeah. And a mean girl. Yeah, yeah. You could basically just pull this straight out of the book of teen comedy, couldn't you? Yeah, exactly. Maybe it should have been called the book of teen comedy. Maybe it's like got... you've got your, you've got your slut, your goth girl, and you've <laughs> got the mean girl, and you've got a fiery redhead releasing beasts. You've got the oh yeah, and that yeah. So Crane plays uh, the lead character, the one whose 18th birthday it is. Mm-hmm. She's an outsider. She's a lesbian she is yeah yes which a lot of the times in horror films when you when you when you hear the word lesbian you kind of know what to expect but this isn't exploitative at all no not at all no because it's like what 2020 now it's a bit different isn't it <laughs> is it come on you know well, it no. isn't <laughs> no it's not no so <laughs> so this is quite so that was quite fresh, fresh. but um but talk about influences so this is a British horror comedy. Yeah. I mean, what what comes to mind when you hear that British horror comedy? Carry on screaming. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> or like Edgar Wright or someone. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, yes. wait, yeah, yeah. Okay, good, good. It does appear that he has, in parts, the same style as, as Wright. Like he uses fast cuts mm. for like visual comedy in parts. Yeah, there's a lot. If you're a fan of this genre, then you kind of know what to expect there. Again, we talked about like tick, ticking boxes, like the practical
0: effects in this film. Um, there's a lot of gore, a lot of gore in it. There's
1: a lot of head trauma. I like a film of uh, people's heads being squashed. Well, this is a creature feature, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So it kind of lives and dies on those creatures. Yeah,
0: Who's death?
1: Yeah. A man gets hoofed to death in this film. It can be either end of the spectrum, really, with these films, can't it? Hmm. It can be, like, really great creature feature, really great... Or it can be really bad, and either way it will still be entertaining. Yeah. Helpfully, this film does range from amazing thing-like abomination to bloke under a blanket with a deer skull strapped to it. Yeah, exactly. So you kind of get both. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Equally entertaining, so... We're all good, but but I mentioned the thing. I mean, with, with the influences, like my first thought when I watched this was Evil Dead meets Biker Grove. But as I watched it, I could see that I could see more influences start to appear, though, such as Hellraiser and The Thing, mm-hmm. and even Aliens at one point.
0: I like a film that has a uh, running time just over an hour as well. You know,
1: it's tasty, a tasty chunk. Yeah, I think most horror films should be like this. Yeah, There's no fat on this. No. It's very lean. Yeah, it's like the
0: girls are at school, they have the party, all kicks off, shenanigans the end. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent, excellent. Worth a watch. Yeah, definitely worth a watch. We also need to mention that Sophie's dad in this film is played by one uh, Nicholas Vince. Oh, speaking of speaking Hellraiser. Speaking of Hellraiser. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the man behind the original Chatterer. And funnily enough, he's in the second film that we're reviewing today, which is, Fletch... Can't Kill This. Can't Kill This. Which, we'll be getting to that in a sec. Now, Book of Monsters, it was released on the 25th of August, two years ago, but it's just become available on Sky Movies and Now TV in the UK. You can download it digitally uh, on the usual places, Amazon and all that. Uh, It's available on Blu-ray and DVD and all the usual places, HMV and all
1: of that. Formulaic in parts, but fun monster movie. Check it out.
0: Check it out. It's award-winning.
1: Well, I'm excited to see what they do next. Yes. Please uh, send it to us. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Anyway. So that's that first film. We also did Can't Kill This. Can't Kill This is a mockumentary that follows two elderly hippies. Yeah. As they look for an old friend that they had a threesome with in the 70s. Yep. And they find a picture of him and he doesn't appear to have aged a day. No. So they start filming this documentary... In a bit to find him, they are eventually reunited with him to find that he is immortal. Immortal, yeah, and, and he's really bored. Yeah, desperately wants to die, and they vow to help him. Yeah, I love the premise. Really good premise for this one.
0: Really strong really premise. that.
1: Such an intriguing premise. I absolutely, uh, I was on board immediately with that. And uh, you can you can watch the trailer on YouTube now. It comes out at the end of this month.
0: Yeah, February the twenty fifth.
1: Yeah. And watch the trailer now because it cuts a very intriguing, uh, intriguing thing to it.
0: I'd say it's obviously a horror film, but this film is more of a comedy. If you if you like stuff like, I mean, it's almost akin to something like The Office or... Um, well, it's a mockumentary. Yeah, it's in, that in genre. Way, Yeah, in the way it's done. And I, I think with, with indie films, if you're doing things with a low budget, something like this is the way to go because it's very easy to make it look like a documentary. Because you know what, your brain knows what a documentary is supposed to look like. And especially with all these tropes in document, real life fly on the wall documentary comedy that we've had for years. You know what to expect, but it's great. It's a strange one.
1: Yeah. This is one for all the weirdos. Yeah. Did you enjoy this one, Fletch?
0: (laughs) I was watching this one last night and I thought, I bet Fletch is drinking this
1: one down like pink wine. (laughs) I I did. It's kind of... It's part part road movie, part horror comedy, and just all surreal.
0: Yeah, it's very odd. Very odd. The, the humour
1: in it, I must admit, some of the humour in it I didn't quite get. And I don't know whether that's because it's Italian. We're talking about elderly hippies, an isolated luchador... Yeah, the luchador... And a man called Bear Raper.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, Bear Raper. Now... The luchador fella is a guy who's been living in a caravan waiting for an interview for 10 years. And that, that, that's it. <laughs> he's good. <laughs> but he's great. He's just like little bit characters in it. The main, uh, the main characters in it are played by Bill Hutchins, who you'll know from the second and third Human Centipede films. He's the creepy, he's the creepy doctor with the beard that's getting sucked off in a car park <coughs> in the second one. And he's a prisoner in the third one. And Josephine Scandy from uh, Slaughter High. An '80s horror classic. That's horror royalty. That right? is horror royalty.
1: There, yeah. <laughs> Excellent, Bill. So Bill Hutchin's performance in this—that was that was something that really I I wasn't sure about because he's so he's playing this uh, this really dopey lovable hippie bloke. Yeah. I don't know that the, the humour comes across as infantile sometimes. Yeah, yeah. But it could be argued that that adds to the surrealism of it. Mm. I mean, it
0: is very, very surreal. Like, like, like for example, when, the, when they first set off, they meet Bear Raper. <laughs> and he's just on the side of a pond with a massive monster fish that he's caught. Yeah. And he leads them to the, the shrine of the boot that he uh, killed a bear with. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. The, best, is, this...
1: the best laughs of this film come when it's just been gleefully demented.
0: Yeah. My favourite joke in it was, my girlfriend once bought a cat back from the dead. But it was so pissed off that we had to
1: murder it. <laughs> we had to kill it. <laughs> There's some. There are some funny jokes, and you really want it to hold that energy as well. Yeah. But I think during the second act, it, it kind of it, it doesn't manage to hold on to that energy, and it does drop a bit. Mm. And when you get to the end, that lost energy just kind of devolves into sadness yeah. instead. Yeah. So it's a bit of a roller coaster emotionally. Yes. For the idea alone And just for those Those jokes that do land in it I would still recommend this
0: Yeah I mean Nicholas Vince Appears in this one He he played a lovely Lovely old caring dad In the last film This one He's an absolute arsehole He's a cunt He's a a film director Who made loads of Bad ninja films In the 80s He's basically Andy Sedaris, isn't he? I want to see
1: Ultra Ninja Revolution.
0: I want to see Police vs Cop. They look awesome. <laughs> yeah. All of the posters were films that we would actually do on this show, I think. Yeah. yeah. They looked excellent. But and the footage from the, the actual ninja s- stunt scene was great. But this is, this is <laughs> another thing that I liked. This is a film clearly made by some pure genre nerds. Yeah. There's a lot of there's so many nods to other things in there. The fact that it's got people like Nicholas Vince in it and p- people from Slaughter High and people from Human Centipede it says it all. Really, <laughs> it's uh, yeah. I really enjoyed this one. The special effects as well in this one were done by the guy that made uh, did the special effects in the Serbian
1: film. Ooh, yeah. See, with credentials like that, I w- I would have expected it to be a bit more hardcore. Yeah, yeah. Well, to, I mean, to wrap it up, really, I would say this film is, as I say, gleefully demented in parts. Uh, yes. Slightly meandering in others, but the, through and through it's an it's an interesting film and the, worth a watch for that reason.
0: Definitely. The concept behind it, the idea behind it is great. I mean, I love, it's, it's like a, a nod to office style comedy, but mix that with the Twilight Zone <laughs> and horror. It's uh, It's good. Weird surreal road movie from Italy.
1: Those are our films for this week for Fresh Frights. Fresh Frights on a Friday night. That's two recommendations from us there. Yeah. Uh, we will be back with another one next week, though. We've got two more lined up, so uh, watch this space and we'll be back. Yes, and we're also back for our regular episode on Tuesday, bab. Uh, See you later.